Welcome to The Buff Show, a show brought to you by Mountain Buff Real Estate. We are dedicated to chasing down the buffs of the world and bringing their expertise right to you. Welcome to The Buff Show. Today, we got me and Mr. Yur here, and what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about why it might be advantageous to purchase in the winter and also the cons yeah of it too so pros and cons to buying in the winter time this is always like one of my favorite times one it gives gives you a deadline we didn't really talk about this before but i always like having goals and there's always a clear deadline like oh i'm gonna try and get something before the end of the year gives you a clear deadline to make that happen by mm-hmm. I have a few buyers and I'm like, hey, now's a good re- a good time to start looking into buying a house because let's 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 give them the top three reasons why. Yeah. What's the first one? Yeah. So I think first on our list we've got motivated sellers. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out if it mattered the order, but oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> motivated sellers. So a lot of sellers they want to get get this done before it gets freezing, before there's ice and snow, and they have to be moving all their stuff out in those conditions. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're more flexible in many ways that we'll go into because of that. Yeah. No, I have like a number of listings and I see all the time, every winter people are like, man, we got to make a hard push if we want to get this sold before snow flies. Because if you think about it, you have holding costs for a seller. Like they got to pay the heat the power they they have to worry about the property if it's vacant like it's even more of a hassle cuz mm-hmm. like what if the pipes freeze or the furnace shuts off and we're unaware about it snow removal is another huge one mm-hmm. if we have a winter like we had last year if you had a house in utah you were out shoveling your driveway every other day it felt like yeah. <laughs> like it was so much yeah. snow just nonstop and if you have another house that you have to care for like it's a pain in mm-hmm. the butt Yeah, there's real logistics that get involved. Yeah, and if like we had one of my listings that sat vacant over the winter, it got snowed in, they just said, screw it, we can't get to it. Keep up with it, yeah. And it ended up having some water issues because water, as as the snow started melting, there was so much buildup that it got in under the front porch cap and sneaked in and, and flooded part of the basement. So it's a real concern. So you have these sellers that are motivated. They're just like... Not everyone, because if they're living there and they're like, ah, we can sell now or we can wait till spring, we'll probably get more money in the spring. Like that's not your ideal seller. But if it's vacant, they're going to want it gone, like period. Nobody's going to want to hang on to that over the wintertime. So you can get a discount on sometimes, like you just said, you can get a discount on the price with the right seller. But then additionally, there is just less inventory on the market during the winter. Yeah. So what that means is as a buyer, a lot of times with these motivated sellers, you can have more flexible dates with them. So if you're trying to get rid of your house, you're going to need to buy a house where the seller is working with you on your timeline to sell your house. It gets tricky, but again, if you've got somebody that's motivated, it helps helps you line up those dates. Right. That's number one, motivated sellers. Number two, second reason why to buy in the wintertime is you get better pricing or terms. So especially in this market, we just did a market update podcast and 
sellers are getting roughly 95, 96% of their list price. I would say you can even get, you can get, I don't know the stats, but I know you can get more off of the list price in like leading up to winter Mm -hmm. than you can in the spring. Mm -hmm. Prices are always going up in the spring. And in the winter time, it seems like they're more stagnant or even coming down just because people are willing to sell it at a discount just to have it off their hands. Mm -hmm. So I think smart sellers, they do look at like, man, if I have to hold on to this through the winter, it's going to cost me an extra, you know, five grand and and a lot of risk and liability. So they're better cutting their losses now, basically. I feel like if a seller is willing to sell during the winter, they've almost already acknowledged that they're going to get less for it than if they sold in the spring. So if they've already acknowledged that and told told themselves that, then as a buyer, it's pretty likely that you'll get that. And when we look at those graphs uh, for a year, it always dips down. As far as median sales price, it always dips down. Yeah. Come winter. And closing and everything, which leads us to our third reason why to buy in the winter is there's less competition. Mm -hmm. Can you expand on that? Yeah. Well, if you look at the the flip side of that, 12, 18 months ago, there was a ton of competition, right? And we all know what that what that did and what that drove. So if there's a ton of competition, then you have to offer more than maybe what the house is really worth to beat out the other offers. And so, and you have to act on it like super quick. Right. And so it's the exact opposite if there's less competition. You've got flexible timeline. You can pay pay under market value. It opens a lot of doors, honestly, as a buyer, if there's not a whole lot of competition out there. Right. Anytime you run into competition, it's going to instantly make you pay more. Because yeah. <laughs> sellers are like, oh, I have yeah. a really valuable house. I have the Multi- leverage here. Yeah. yeah, you lose you lose a lot of leverage if there's even one other buyer right. in, involved. But you know what people are doing in the wintertime? They're at Thanksgiving parties. They're at uh, Christmas parties mm-hmm. or even starting now around Halloween. Like they're, yeah. they're getting ready for trick-or-treating. Like people just start losing momentum in the wintertime. Like yeah. our business basically shuts down. That's why we're making this podcast is in hopes for, <laughs> for us to get more business yeah. for... Before for wintertime, yeah, right? Yeah. Because it just gets so slow. And it's advantageous for the buyers if you yeah. are in a position like you can get a way better a way better deal buying now. If you're willing to deal with it during holidays, yeah. when most people aren't, you you'll get paid to do that. Right. So what are the downsides to buying a house in the wintertime? Well, it it does kind of suck getting your friends and family to come help you move all your stuff in when it's freezing cold out. Oh, it's the worst. It's like carrying stuff on like ice and snow. You got numb hands and (laughs) it's not fun. No, but it is nice like getting into a place and celebrating Christmas there. Like that's that's a big thing. You make your first big memory like right away. Right. Yeah. That is a huge motivating factor for some people. Like, oh, we want to be in the house before Christmas or Thanksgiving to so we can make those memories there. Yeah. Another downside I would say is when you're doing your inspections, Mm-hmm. If there's snow on the roof, the inspectors can't inspect the roof, but they can get in the attic. So you can still see if there's been like previous water damage and stuff, but they can't like physically inspect the shingles and all the concrete. 
Yeah. <laughs> Concrete. <laughs> I don't know if that's where you're going. I was but... thinking about the roof. Oh, still the roof? Yeah, still the roof. Like um, the flashing, the... Soffits. Soffits. And, yeah. <laughs> the, the chimneys. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, the rubber boots on like the pipes and stuff. A roof, the jacks, the roof jacks and stuff. I just installed one for radon. And so oh. anytime you have a roof jack up there, you want to like caulk around... <laughs> the pipes so that water doesn't run down like and ice Just dams and stuff that, like that yeah every all the pipes coming out are sealed yeah sealed well yeah okay gotcha. yeah because i've been i had an issue like this winter we left town came came back and there was like in our master bedroom it had leaked in above the windowsill into mm. our master bath and i'm like what the heck it was an ice dam oh and i think i don't i still don't know where it came in at but it just mm. it like it went away hmm so I this spring I went up there and caulked around all the the boots. There's like a our electrical power mm -hmm. pole like goes through that spot, and so I caulked all around it. I think it had ice dammed up, and then water was running down the electrical pole, and in between that rubber boot, like it was mm -hmm. coming down inside there. There was just an ice dam big enough sending water down. Mm. So there's some downsides. Yeah. Anyways, that was a that was a tangent. You can't inspect the roof. Another thing is you can't see the yard. Yeah. And the concrete, yeah. like you said. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah, yeah. Trip hazards on sidewalks, driveways. Like you don't know what condition that concrete is in. Yeah. If they didn't like shovel for your showing or your inspection. Like Oh yeah. But yeah, yard, you don't know if they kept up with it mm -hmm. and they have great growing, you know, live grass or... You don't know if you have sprinklers, really. Right. Like you're relying on what they're saying. So there's, I mean, it's nice to see that. But again, spring fever is like, it seems like it's been starting earlier and earlier. Like it seems like now it's like February, March-ish. But that's when all the buyers start coming out. So if you can come out in October, like mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. it can make a lot of sense. Any other downsides you can think of? I mean, it, it is a hassle and uh, a, kind of a pain to be working on something like this during your holidays. Yeah. Like, it's not for everybody. But again, for somebody looking to walk into some equity, like this would be a pretty easy, easy way to do that. Right. No, I agree. So what should what should people do if they're on the fence? If they're like, hey, I've actually been wanting to buy a house, what should those people do? If they're considering it, I would say just start getting out there, looking at at houses that are maybe uh, a possibility for you mm -hmm. to work. If you find something in the fall that you fall in love with, great. Let's do something about it. And if you don't, like, not a huge deal either. Just enjoy your Thanksgiving, Christmas calmly. We'll get back to it in the spring. Yeah, you you have nothing to lose, right? 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 By by trying, as long as you have your ducks in a row. Yeah. I would say if you're on the fence, set a goal to, like, if you're like, hey, we want to try and make this happen, like, set a goal and actively work towards that. If you don't find the house you you love, there'll be more options in the spring, like yeah. you said. But it's likely that if you put in enough reps or, like, going through enough houses, you'll find something that mm -hmm. might just check all the boxes that works yeah. out perfect for you. And then you can just and you'll pay less for it. Yeah, yeah. It it will be a better a better deal versus waiting for the spring when everybody else is getting ready to go mm -hmm. out. And and another thing that I would say is advantageous that we didn't really talk about is you get like our full attention. 
the lender's full attention, mm, the title's full attention. True. Like in the spring, we get busy. Like yeah. there's times I'm showing multiple buyers. Like I, I've done like 15, I think, showings in a day, like yeah. between three different buyers. And it's just exhausting. And it's hard to keep up with everybody. Right Now you get like your agent's full attention because yeah. they're less busy. Yeah, that's a good point. So there, there's multiple advantages. I would say... If you're on the fence looking into it, you should set the goal, be like, let's see if we can make this happen. And then just be like, we're going to go look at houses once a week on this night, you know, Tuesday mm -hmm. night, we'll go look at five houses yeah. and you just start putting in those reps, seeing what's out there. Then you can really get a good feel because you can never fully know a house based off of the pictures. Right. But when you get out there and you look at everything in the market that fits your parameters, you get a really good understanding. Yeah. Understanding. So I think it's a great hack for for buyers looking to get a good deal on a property. So yep. I agree. So we are here. We would love to help you guys if you're on the fence or interested in getting into something before springtime. Let's make it happen. Like now's a great time to Get out there and yeah. start looking. Yeah. Thanksgiving morning. I will show you a house. Oh my gosh. I that's will. A I'll Christmas Eve? Probably not. To be honest. <laughs> Austin's off on Christmas Eve. I'm off. Th Thanksgiving morning, he's available. Yeah. Though. So you heard it here. You guys hit him up. He's he's ready to get you guys into a house. Me too. So awesome. Until next guys. time. Mm -hmm.